All right, hello everybody. Uh, welcome to um, another episode of uh, the CloudX podcast. And um, this time we're going to discuss uh, DevOps. Um, and um, this episode is uh, exciting for me because uh, we're not going to go into expert details. Um, that's going to be and keep that for another episode, uh, or maybe multiple episodes. Um, but this time we're focusing on more from a layman's approach, trying to understand what DevOps is and uh, means to means to everybody. So I want to welcome um, Harish KM, uh, principal engineer here with uh, CloudX. Sure, Nicholas. Thank you for having me. And uh, Jonathan as well. Um, so you, you have uh, many different hats uh, here at CloudX, and, and you help me with uh, various things. And uh, you're also interested in uh, what DevOps is and how DevOps works, etc. So thank you for joining this episode as well. Yeah, thank you for having me. So, so maybe we can just start, um, you know, just a short round of introductions uh, from both of you. I mean, um, you know, anything you want to talk about, really. And, and as everybody knows, I mean, this is uh, it's a very casual podcast, and uh, we end up talking about different things. Um, so whatever you want to cover. Um, but basically, yeah, well, a little bit about your, your experience and course, especially what you're working on right now here at uh, CloudX. So maybe you want to go first, Harish. Sure. Thanks. So hello, everyone. This is Harish. I am a principal DevOps engineer at CloudX. Uh, I've been in the industry for about, I think, 10 or 11 years now. I started, like most people, as a developer. Uh, soon turned into a full-stack engineer with experience in Java-based technologies and Node.js and a bit of Python. Uh, me, along with my company, uh, so basically I've been with CloudX and the parent company of CloudX for around six years now. So I think around three or so years ago, we uh, transitioned to the cloud. We decided to go all in. That is also when uh, I was personally introduced to the cloud. And uh, like most people out there, I fell in love with it. it. It was really awesome. It was a completely new way of doing things. And uh, it, it was great fun. So that, I would say, would, was the beginning of my DevOps journey. Uh, that is when I was introduced to cloud and the cloud infrastructure side of things and how... Uh, the software development process, although it is the core of the system, but it's still just a small part. There is so much more to it. And uh, yep, that's that's been my journey and that's where I am right now. We'll, we'll get into more details in a while. Uh, so, Jonathan, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm Jonathan. I am currently functioning as a student assistant as I am studying my master's at the IT University of Copenhagen. And I've been with CloudX for about, I'd say, half a year now. And I've been introduced to DevOps through my studies as well in many different capacities. And coming to CloudX, it's been quite an eye-opener into how, um, how many other shapes that DevOps can take, especially in how it works with the cloud. So from a, a more academic standpoint or at least what what they throw at you at the universities devops is often more about the 
process and the organizational changes that are required to try to achieve more rapid, higher quality software development. Um, and I think this is where we have some sort of misalignment between what the common person or or any academic person might see DevOps as and what <clears throat> CloudX and other cloud experts see DevOps as because it, it comes in some some different shapes and, and sizes. Uh, so yeah, um, just trying to figure out how those two talk together and where they're situated is, I guess, what we're trying to get at here. Yeah, and, and that's been my challenge as well. And, and of course, we recognize that DevOps is, I mean, it's ever growing, right? And it's changing. But uh, like you said, Jonathan, when I started to, to look at DevOps, and this is actually quite some years ago, um, I, I think the first thing that happened was people recognized that, okay, you have an operations department, you're responsible for running applications, um, you know, being in the cloud or, or even on-premise, and then you have developers, and they, have, and they have completely different mindsets, right? So developers like to do as many changes as possible, while operations people, they want to, to minimize the changes because they want to ensure that the applications run 24-7, with as much uptime as possible, right? So, so that means it became a culture that's saying, okay, how do we align those two? So how we then combined development with operations? And that was essentially also the, the name DevOps, right? Um, but, and, and then I experienced as well, okay, so that's cultural, that's a mindset, um, not so much about technology itself, um, but then segued into continuous integration and continuous delivery. So basically, how do you deliver applications more efficiently? How do you have a repeated process, etc.? And, and now it seems like, if I look at the AWS, for example, I mean, their definition of DevOps, it's very, very broad. Because I mean, then they include all kinds of tools and, and basically takes on not only DevOps, but the cloud. So, so it seems like DevOps has a very big impact on the cloud as a whole because they include containers, they include infrastructures to code, they include monitoring and governance and many different things. So, so I think even in my personal journey, I've been kind of struggling to understand and you know, you and me, Harish, we've had various conversations, right? Because it, it was, as I said, it was hard for me even to wrap my head around it. It's like, okay, so what is DevOps? And, and maybe it means, maybe it is different things to different people and that's also okay. Um, but uh, I, I guess then the, the goal of this podcast is at least then to discuss those different perspectives and and uh, and maybe come up with a definition of uh, you know what do we as CloudX what do we think that DevOps is so so I don't know what what are your thoughts Harish I'm just uh, throwing you into the fire right away <laughs> yeah so before I or pretty much anyone else. Uh, actually jumps into the world of DevOps. They hear this lingo floating around, it's a buzzword and everyone's talking about it and it's a bit confusing. And then you do some research on it and then most research would end up telling you something like, uh, it's a cultural shift, it's, it's the way your team works, it's, your, it's the way your team is organized and cooperates together and it's a mindset shift and all those kinds of things which don't seem to have anything to do with the technical aspect of the day-to-day -day work of, of an IT engineer. But uh, 
that is true the the cultural aspect is true so uh ultimately the industry is built around just one thing that is uh we want to build software and we want to do it as efficiently as possible so when you build it you have to deliver it you have to run it you have to operationalize it and you have to keep it that way and you have to maintain it monitor it so in order to do all of that extremely efficiently a whole lot of changes need to be done needed to be done uh in the in the steps leading up to it so right from the mindset of the people building the software the people uh, in charge of running the software deploying and running the software right from that level to creating an entire cultural shift in at an organizational level where uh it's not like before when where it was like okay they, these are the developers team these are the operations team and they don't even talk to each other and i've had like i've talked to developers long time ago where they would say things like uh okay this this piece of code is what i write on a daily basis and i have no idea where it's deployed and i don't care because it's that's just not my place in the organization so we have come a long way from that uh now the developers and operations team and the the within the operations as well it's not just about getting the software deployed it's also about monitoring it keeping an eye on it if something goes wrong uh, at at in the middle of the night in production it's not just the ops team that is going to wake up we also need the developers to chip in because they are the people who know their code best they might fix something in 5 minutes that an operations guy could take hours to fix because that's that's the level of intimacy they have with the code they have created so creating this culture uh took a while but that is essentially where devops started uh once we moved to the the agile teams where in the same team is uh composed of all all kinds of roles including developers qa ops managers everything and everyone has a bit of an overlap with everyone else's roles so it's not like set in stone that you must do only this uh it's okay for developers to uh expand their expertise into operations and try to understand uh okay this is the software that i'm writing this is how it is getting deployed and that is why uh i'm supposed to do what i'm supposed to do so for example if you are deploying to the cloud where in the cloud your software ends up has a big impact on how you uh, how you build the software so whether it's server based whether it's fully serverless whether it's container based this has a big big impact on the foundational structure of the architecture of code that you build uh, to the actual uh, code that you write as in using what sdks to use and those kinds of things so it definitely makes sense at least in today's world today's cloud world for developers to know uh, the big picture similarly for the operations guys to know uh, what the development side is doing in the sense that uh, so so if a developer 
is creating, for example, a microservice. Uh, what is it? I mean, what what port is going to, is it going to listen on? What URL is it going to respond to? These are things that an operation guy needs to know because they have to build the infrastructure around it. So they cannot just uh, you know shut themselves out from these details. They have to be uh, a bit of overlap with the with what the developers are doing. So this kind of a close knit integration is where the DevOps culture has originated and eventually come to. So sorry to jump in. So, so in, I mean, if we're going to cook this down to something very simple, in a way, it, it starts with teamwork. So getting everybody on the same page and then also being responsible for the things they create and need to, to run. Yes, definitely. Uh, it starts with teamwork. But more importantly, the team itself is composed of so many different roles. It's not like uh, it used to be in the past where this is the developer team and this is the ops team and this is the architect team. It, it cannot be that way anymore. Everyone right. has to be in the same team, in the same daily stand-ups. They have to collaborate. They have to be really in sync to deliver software as efficiently as possible. And, and then another aspect that, uh, and I guess this is a little bit controversial, um, but but I think we're also empowering developers, right? Um, because in, in the past, developers were always at the mercy um, when they needed resources to run. They need you know, storage or they needed new servers or new environments. Uh, developers in, in the old world, right? I mean, we, we couldn't do anything because we had to wait for somebody to even buy servers, etc., and buy new equipment and, and provision, etc., right? But now in the cloud, I mean, it's up to developers, right? I mean, they can even write this infrastructure as code, etc., and create it themselves um, as the need arises. Yep, yep. So this is one of the biggest uh, advantages of the DevOps culture and the cloud that we see, that is, it accelerates really uh, the software development process uh, to a great extent. Uh, you see how much uh, freedom the developers have in the sense that they can experiment, run, run really small experiments at a very small scale, uh, learn from the failures and move on to something else instead of the old, old way of doing things wherein I mean, even a smallest experiment would take weeks because you would ask for infrastructure, it would get provisioned, and eventually it will come into your hands, and you are most probably overpaying for it because it's such a big deal. And so all these issues are now gone away with the uh, cloud, and DevOps fits in very well with that. Uh, that's 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 what is enabling. Uh, today's uh, rapid uh, software deployment and development culture. And that's that sort of brings us to the other uh, aspect of DevOps, the more technical side of DevOps, that is uh, continuous integration and continuous deployment. That is, once you have uh, made the, the, the entire pipeline, as in the... the human pipeline that is uh, in, including all the development, developers, the operations and everything as efficient as possible. The next step 
would be to try to automate the software delivery process as much as possible. Because the moment you automate everything, you can speed up things, you can speed up the delivery of software exponentially uh, without affecting quality. So you, if you automate testing as well, you actually end up with even better quality software. So that's more on the technical side of things. Uh, we'll get to that. But right now, uh, staying at a high level, at an overview level for DevOps, uh, as we can talk about more about the cultural and the mindset shifts. Yeah. So, so maybe this is a tough question, but I mean, if, if I'm uh, if I'm sitting as a, you know decision maker, if I'm you know CIO or, or you know in a senior role, etc. Um, well, what are our thoughts on? I mean, why should CIOs listen to DevOps, and why? I mean. Isn't that only like, yeah, that's a developer. That's not something I need to worry about. Um, I, I, what, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Yep. That's actually not at all true. It's, it's more like the more you understand what DevOps really is, the better you will, uh, the more confidence you will have that it really is a big deal for you. So if you are an organization that is still doing things in the traditional way, just take some time out, do a comparison as to how you deliver software, how quickly can you deliver a change. If something goes wrong in a production, how quickly can you fix it? And how do you fix it? Is it like a, a blind fix? So there is no developers involved, uh, software was deployed, something broke, we, we just rolled it back. That, that is a fix, but that's, that's because you have no assistance from the developers. If you could make a smarter fix, wouldn't you opt for it? Similarly, if you compare your existing processes with the speed of deployment that they have, uh, essentially, if you're not delivering new and exciting features to your customers on a weekly or at least monthly basis, you will get left out that will affect your bottom line, that will affect your business, that is inevitable. So it's, it's really just a matter of comparing your existing processes with the DevOps way of doing things. And you will pretty much, pretty soon be convinced that DevOps is the way to go. But, but so, so that I get, uh, but then if I play devil's advocate a little bit. So, so you know, let's say for a traditional shop, you could, you could argue that you know, I, I get it. You know, I, I get that I can accelerate development, etc. But, but again, when I, if I'm sitting at the CIO table, okay, so I have all these priorities. Um, the development I do is important, but overall, it's actually not that big in terms of priorities as well, um, because I have a lot of enterprise applications, right? I have a lot of things that need to to work on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, you know, their customers, their users, and again, they're using everything from maybe Office 365 to, to Salesforce, to things I have deployed on-premise, to other applications I've uh, maybe built before. There's not so much active development. They're in the cloud. They're all over. How, how does DevOps impact that um, in a way kind of like outside development, if, if that, or outside active development, if that makes sense? Yeah. So let's look at it from that perspective as well. Um, say you have a, a small developer team in-house 
and you build software, but it's not a big part of your business, but it's an essential part. Now that you understand that it's not a big deal for your business, but uh, it has to be there anyway, wouldn't you like to make it even more efficient? What if, what if instead of 10 developers, the same work could be done by five developers and the whole thing could be automated to such an extent where it takes up even less of your, uh, you know, uh, expenditure and basically uh, it, it, it has even less of an impact uh, on your business from an expenditure point of view, but it is very efficient, so it delivers quality. Looking at it from the other point of view, that is you work with a lot of systems, but you don't build any systems. So you have so many systems that are uh, software systems that are uh, a part of your organization. Your employees use it, maybe your customers use it, but uh, again, it's not something you build or manage. Then how does DevOps help? Once again, DevOps in that picture will help increase your efficiency once again, because think of all the integrations you do on a, on a very low level basis. So basically if you are working with systems, uh, it's almost inevitable that you will have a number of people spending quite a few man hours every week. Uh, synchronizing systems, maintaining systems, just uh, getting reports out of systems, all these things that are being done by people right now can be automated uh, if you adopt the DevOps culture. So there is a way to automate all of these uh, without getting into the technical details. Just from a business perspective, you can see that your entire business, all parts of your business, uh, how if they touch upon technology in any way, they are getting more efficient, uh, more cost effective, simply by adopting this DevOps culture and mindset. Okay, so so even for you know, I guess we should give a few teasers um, to people, right? On on even traditional workloads, right? So so that's I mean again, we, we shouldn't be too technical, right? But I guess what you're getting at is uh, containerization, for example, and you can do automated uh, software releases, including patching, etc. Um, so even if you have uh, even on-premise workloads for that matter, of course we would like to for them to be in the cloud, um, but you can automate that and, and make it easier for existing IT teams. That, that, is that what you mean? Correct. So again, without uh, getting into like containers and te technical side of things, uh, I would say it's more about uh, making things as efficient as possible, as self-service as possible. So even if you have a ton of IT infrastructure, maybe you have a, a data center or a co-location or something like that, and even if you have just a single server rack, uh, you will notice uh, industries or, or rather companies that are not yet ready to move to the cloud are trying to in some way emulate or bring the cloud into their data center because they understand very well that it is a higher, it's a more efficient way of doing things. So even if you have just a single rack sitting in a, in a corner of your office, it is holding a number of servers which is serving a number of 
of your employees, maybe a few hundred of your employees. Uh, imagine uh, them not having to raise an IT ticket for every uh, VM they need, for every small, small configuration change. Imagine them not having to, imagine a portal where they could just go, uh, create whatever they want on the server, use it, destroy it, and move on. So you're not paying for idle resources, you're not wasting resources, plus you are super efficient in a way that uh, there is no, you know, back and forth between IT ops and uh, your employees or anything like that. So even if you are, uh, even if you, uh, your software side of things is not that big a deal, even if you are not at a level where you want to go to the cloud or something like that, uh, simply this automation that DevOps will bring uh, will be a game changer for you. Okay, thanks. So, so Jonathan, sorry, now I've been interrupting you a few times. So I'm babbling away. Um, so, so go ahead. Uh, I think you have a few points or questions. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to summarize in broad terms what Harish has been saying, um, just to, to confirm my own thoughts as well. So it sounds like... Um, again, in broad terms, that DevOps allows for more continuous improvement and more incremen incremental change um, with more feedback that allows the teams to, to navigate whatever environment they're working in with more speed and flexibility. And I guess that is, to some extent, um, what the basics of, of DevOps set out to do. That's true. That is exactly what it is. and. Uh... So, so to achieve at that level, to reach that level, you have to lay a foundation. And uh, that is where the challenging part of DevOps is. So in order to get to a point where you can afford to make incremental changes and still get them deployed and still get feedback out of them from real production environments, you need to lay a foundation of uh, very high automation uh, automated delivery, automated testing, automated building of software. So essentially that, that would be the end goal of DevOps wherein uh, you have, you are basically uh, reaping the fruits of your work, but uh, the foundation itself is also comes under the DevOps way of doing things wherein you instead of the old way of doing things where you used to you used to set up like standard operating procedures and and manually execute certain steps written in some playbooks or something like that instead of that you try to automate it uh, to the extent where uh, companies like amazon and google are deploying incremental very small changes to their software uh, like literally thousands of times a day that that is only feasible once you have that kind of a foundation. So it's heavy automation. That's also one of the keywords. Well, I think we will have to wrap up now. So if you have any closing remarks. Yeah, I, I think the, the idea was to spend roughly uh, 30 minutes, right? And, and, and again, we could talk about this for, for hours, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, in the interest of time, I, I think we will, as you say, we'll wrap up. I think we covered some um, let's call it an introduction, um, and hopefully uh, people listening here will, uh, will have gained a, a better understanding um, of, um, of DevOps and, and from a layman's approach.
So, so we'll uh, we'll continue with uh, other episodes, uh, and maybe an extension to this, but we'll also go into um, yeah some expert details uh, more on the technical side, etc. Um, and uh, yeah, just uh, from my side, it's uh, I think it's it's very exciting and super interesting to see what DevOps means to the overall development of the cloud, and and we're not only technology but mindset and culture. Uh, where all those things are going and, and how it impacts um, how we run applications, workloads, how IT overall is functioning. Um, in, in the and, uh, and yeah, it's, uh, it's a journey, right? So maybe you start from scratch. I need to understand, um, you know, how do I get started? Maybe you've been practicing DevOps for, you know, for years and, and you're struggling. So how can it be even better, et cetera? Um, I think those are some of the questions we're going to answer uh, in the future. So, uh, any any final thoughts from uh, from you, Jonathan or Harish? Uh, nothing for me. I just want to say thanks for having me and thanks to all the listeners for tuning in. Hope you have gained some additional insight into the DevOps way, as they call it. Yep. Um, same. Uh, thanks for having me as well, and uh, of course we will we will continue the search series and it will get into more into technical aspect of things so if you are interested in those uh, do tune in the next time as well and uh, yeah there is there is a lot to talk about devops once you mix devops and the cloud and you you start exploring every single uh, you know every single uh, site where you can deploy your software and do it in the best possible manner you could really build a career on top of it there is a lot to do here great thanks to both of you take care everybody